This is Subconscious Mind Mastery. Thomas Miller back. Do you know that in all the time of doing this, I have never had on or explored the topic of hypnotherapy? Well, that is until now. (laughs) And let me tell you how this came together because the backstory on this is really pretty cool. I really wasn't, you know, I just was something that I hadn't done, okay? And I got an email from a hypnotherapist in the San Diego area. Her name is Jill Thomas. You know, I get quite a few requests from various authors and people to be on the podcast. And I've just kind of put the Fred Dodson filter on it. How does it feel? And this time it felt right. And then, of course, we have the whole Thomas thing going on, too. So we're going to meet Jill Thomas. And by the way, if you'd like to look at her website while we're talking, go to soulconnecthypnotherapy.com. See, Jill is a hypnotherapist who gets the whole soul purpose first concept. So we begin and stay with in this first part of several, the topic that everybody loves, money. Hey, Jill. Hello. I have never done a hypnosis show. Yay. You are the the first. first. I love it. Isn't that great? Yes. So you think about why would somebody with a subconscious mind podcast not explore hypnosis? And I really have just, I mean, it just hasn't been in the space. And when you sent an email, it was there. So this is supposed to be the interview. Love it. I loved that your topic, I loved your show. I looked through there and I thought, oh my gosh, this is exactly the kind of show I want to do because I have so much to share about how you can use your unconscious mind to create amazing things. And I'm like, this is the right guy to talk to it about, talk to about it. Well, why don't we, let, okay, so let's get started right there then. What the whole subconscious is in your opinion? You'll read a thousand definitions and I'm not a doctor, so I'm not going to use any big words. Um, But basically, I want you to think about your mind as a bit like a digital recorder. It records everything that you've done, you've said, every experience you've had, good, bad, and and ugly, and sometimes very ugly, and it makes decisions about that. So, for example, if you were a kid and a spider bit you or you heard a story about a spider killing somebody, I don't know, you may have created a decision based on that experience that a spider is bad, it's the worst thing in the world, you need to be afraid. So fast forward 25 years later, and your inner child is still reacting when it sees a little furry creature. I know anybody who's afraid of spiders is hearing this right now and cringing. Even just the word spider would freak someone out who has this fear. And that's how that's how it works. It's also a bit like a, a computer in the sense that there's coding. So if you have created this belief that a spider is bad and the world is going to end, if you see one, uh, then we can actually go into the unconscious mind, into that almost like computer programming and say to yourself, look, spiders not a bad thing. In fact, they're good. They do a lot of good things, and there's no reason to be afraid. We can actually disconnect that terrible pain and fear from that belief, that initial belief, and help change it, if that makes sense. Totally. Absolutely. So let's pick apart, then, the difference between doing this under hypnosis, which is basically just taking the ego mind and setting it aside, right? Right, right. There's more to it, a little bit more to it than that, but that's a good way of putting it. It's a very simple way of putting it. Well, we'll let you unpack it, the complexities of it, because I want to get into that. But but just on this topic of what you were talking about, what's the difference then between doing that under hypnosis of disconnecting that belief versus consciously reprogramming the belief? 
So the feeling doesn't come from the conscious mind. It comes from the unconscious mind. The little you, the person that had that experience with the spend. Let's use a different example. Let's use money because uh, I know everybody wants to get, make more money. I let's, thought you were going to um, say uh, snakes. Oh, no. Ooh, even worse. Oh, <laughs> even worse. Sorry. I, I don't want to like make everyone listening cringe. Money's let's a, go with yeah, money's money. a great one. Money's a good thing. So let's imagine little you, little Thomas, grew up in a poor household. I don't know if that's the, the case, but let's just say it is. And you may have created a whole bunch of beliefs around what that meant. Well, let's use let's use the actual example because money is okay. a deal, and it was fear. So ah. there, so it wasn't that there wasn't enough. It was always the sky was falling, so the economy was going to get us. You know, I'm a child of the '60s and '70s. Inflation, right? Oh, we're right. going to get our money right. taken away at the grocery store, and right. it was like the sky. So there was always a boogeyman in the closet. So you created this belief that money equals fear, and so here you are. Let's say you're doing really well. You probably are. And you still have this fear if you start, if you see that the gas prices go up, instead of just thinking, I don't even care how much gas is. I still have to buy gas. It's not like it's an option. You have this fear. This fear comes in whenever you start to think about money or you start to grow money instead of just enjoying the fact that now you can take a vacation and I don't have to worry about how much it costs. So this is a, a limiting belief around money. And now we've associated a negative feeling, fear, with money, which is actually a good thing to have. So here you are trying to pursue affluence and have as much prosperity as you can and enjoy as much of the good life as you can. And you still have this negative connotation around fear. So when you do a hypno hypnosis, what we do is we actually go into the state of mind that you were in when you created that belief. So when you were a kid, you were constantly given this messages. That there was fear that there was something to be afraid of. You watched mom and dad who were God to you and how they related to money. And you took on those feelings and those behaviors and made them your own. Because when I said it was about a set of beliefs, some of those beliefs are simply, this is how we respond to a certain situation. So in your case, if you watched mom freak out every time she got the cable bill, you learned or were trained that every time you see a bill, you should freak out. You should start to get scared instead of thinking, geez, that's one more thing on the to-do list, which is, it's not a big deal. You pay your totally bills, Totally true. Deal. When I was, especially when I was younger, I mean, yes. <sighs> <laughs> but here you are an adult and you can consciously say, that's ridiculous. I have automatic billing. I don't even need to, I don't even need to see that bill. It doesn't even matter. But that belief system is still running the show and still creating fear. And it can actually, especially with the case of money, and I see this all day long, it can really hold you back from creating the kind of life that you want. Money is just energy. It's just an exchange. My energy in the terms of my service in exchange for your energy in the terms of, in, in you know, as part of money, let's your visa, <laughs> but it's, it's just an exchange of energy. We, it's not a thing. It's not a boogeyman. It's not a bad thing. Neither is a bill. It's just an exchange. I got to watch Netflix for a whole month. I'm not going to begrudge them the 15 bucks a month that I have to spend so I can see altered carbons, which is really a good show by the way. <laughs> so here you are a little kid, you've created all this feeling around fear and we say consciously, well, that's ridiculous. That doesn't make any sense. I shouldn't feel that way. There isn't a lot of conscious level things you can do to get into that little child and fix what happened. So hypnotherapy is a little bit like meditation. We're actually going to go into that state of mind that you were in when you created that belief and get rid of it and help to change it and shift it. And that's what hypnosis is. So your unconscious mind does not know the difference between a real or an imagined event, which is why you may have a dream. Let's say you had a dream last night about grandma chasing you with a cleaver and you felt really scared when in reality, grandma didn't run. 
She didn't chase you with a cleaver. She loves you. And there's no reason to be afraid of that. But our unconscious mind doesn't see the difference. It still feels that fear and that discomfort. And in your case, when you look at money, you still feel that fear, that nagging feeling around money, even though logically your mind says, this is really stupid. There's plenty. Where Does that make you, sense? Yeah, totally. And I, I love the whole process. Obviously, kind of built this whole thing around my story of how I got there. But let me ask you this. Where is the subconscious within our physiology, like in our brain, in our body? If we were to point to it, and I know it's subconscious, it's the mind, right? But where would it be connected in our body, do you think? That's a good question. It depends on who you ask. I suppose um, different parts of the, the problem lie in different parts of the brain. I will say that the limbic system, which is the very base of the spine or base of the brain, the lowest is the animal part of us. This is the part that responds to anger, responds with anger if you're threatened. Um, sometimes we have to actually tell ourselves, because I, I work with a lot of people who have anger management issues, and we have to tell the, the mind, okay, instantly you're going to feel this, I want to strangle somebody, but you have to just take a pause and allow the, the brain to go up into the higher parts of the brain to get into the part, the logical part that says, okay, we can't do that in the state of California. And <laughs> maybe something else would be a better reaction. But uh, there also, there's a part in the brain, the pineal gland, which handles some of the intuition. There's a lot of research now starting to be done about where, what that part of the brain actually does. And more and more is being learned. We just, just don't know that much about the brain. And I believe it, it really is a lot of the whole brain. There's left and right brain, you know, one's more analytical, one's more feeling. But it's, it's hard to say exactly where each little problem is going to be lying, like on your hard drive. You know, try to find something on your hard drive. It's, it's, it's hard. <laughs> but so your brain's a little bit like that. I'm sure you've seen the work of Dr. Joe Dispenza on the neuroplasticity, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm, so taking mm -hmm. a neuropathway in the brain, which they can image that on MRIs now, right? Right. Couldn't 30 years ago. But boy, today, we can. this is so amazing what, what we can pull out. And obviously, a thought created, emphasized, and sustained over time will create a neural pathway. And that's how we learn to ride a bike. It's how we learn to drive, right. right? Exactly. So with that same type of connection, so we associate fear in childhood. Mm -hmm. We establish that neural pathway or more. See, I'm thinking that there's more. And that's, my, that's like my little theory is, yes, that's part of it, but not all of it. So is hypnosis a way, okay, so we can create affirmations and mantras and uh, audio programs and all kinds of things to put back in our brain as adults that we are no longer a fear, afraid of money or afraid of bills or afraid of not making money. And I think we can have an, a tremendous change, effective change. And is hypnosis just a way to put that on steroids and really amp it up and ramp it up. So you're the first approach you gave is an example of kind of working in the, in the white, right. What's happening right now. I always like to with, do use something called regressive hypnotherapy to work on what happened when you were a kid. So with regressive hypnotherapy, I would bring somebody in a deeper state of trance and actually go back to the original time when little Thomas decided that money was something to be afraid of, that money equaled fear. And in case of, of something like what you described, you might actually want to go back, regress the person to the age of two or three. That might be when you first started to feel that money was fear, or even earlier than that, maybe in utero, uh, if your mom was afraid of having to pay for the hospital bill when you were going to be born. 
But with hypnotherapy, you would actually go back to that state of mind and go back to that little child, the original time that you created this very first belief and believe and create a different belief. So instead of overriding the original belief with uh, affirmations, visualization, all of that, we're actually going to change the original place it started. And it's almost like cutting off a, a, a weed at the root. All the other parts start to, to fade away. So that is, that's one of the benefits, I would say, of hypnotherapy over some of the other approaches, um, the affirmations, which I love that idea. But I do think if you want to go back and clear the entire situation, you have to go back to when it originally started. And also there may be some trauma. You may be angry at mom and dad, especially when you discovered that they had plenty of money. You didn't need to worry about running the air conditioning when it was 100 degrees outside. It's okay. There may be other things that you created, things, feelings like you know, that you are less than because you maybe lived on the wrong side of the tracks or a feeling that there was never going to be enough food or that there was never going to be enough. There's usually a lot of other things that will entangle with it that we want to help the inner child release. And that would be a, a different technique of regressive hypnotherapy, actually just regressing the person to back when they were a little kid, really chatting with your little Thomas, having a conversation, letting him know he's fine. There's plenty of money <laughs> and helping him feel different. And then all of a sudden the entire chain changes. What that you're, point on. What you're talking about here in my, so the visual that I'm getting is mm -hmm. we are reprogramming the hard drive. We are wiping and reprogramming the hard drive, not just overriding files. Right. That's a great way of putting it. Yes. Okay. So the subconscious loves repetition, right? So mm -hmm. we talking about one and done or are we talking about multiple? I would say several sessions for that issue only because there's probably other things attached to it. Um, we'd want to look at, at the original cause of the belief. You'd also want to look at what decisions you might have made around that. Like I said, the wrong side of the tracks. That's a common one right there. I would also want to look at the bigger picture, feeling that Thomas is a great person, that he's wonderful and perfect no matter how much money he has. Like there would be a confidence aspect. There would be uh, self-esteem aspects and anything else that came along with it. You know, somebody like that who grew up feeling fearful about money also might have felt fearful about public speaking being public about your, you know, your beliefs, particularly about your finances. If mom and dad were like, don't tell anyone, that's a whole nother set of things around money. That might be, I would say that would be several sessions. That's definitely not a one and done because there's more to it than just, I'm afraid of money. Right. Absolutely. And the, the onion peeling, once it begins, right, it goes and goes. And that's what's cool about this. That's what's so cool about this is when you get on a soul journey when you get awake to this, boy, your soul and everything associated with you fulfilling your soul purpose will come to your support, I think. Absolutely. And it's amazing how many things are attached to this money issue. Uh, you own a business, right? Yes. Okay. So imagine that this whole thing, this fear around money may have also created uh, a behavior where you don't charge enough. I'm not saying that's true, but let's just say it is or a behavior of uh, not wanting to pay people what they're worth and ending up with people that really aren't as good as they as they could be because you, you pay a lower salary. I'm just making that up. But that kind of thing, all of it is tangled together. So when you heal one, when you cut off that initial root, you'd be surprised how the other decisions will start to change. And some of the other stuff will start to see where the old beliefs or the old programming is still hanging on. It becomes a lot more um, obvious where you're doing the same mistakes over and over again when you work on the root cause. Now, we're going to do an episode two, and I'm going to release it right away so that you don't have to wait. 
We talk about past life regressions, one of her favorite areas, and what all can hypnosis work for. And that will be coming right up, and then we'll have Jill back from time to time because we have a lot more to talk about with her. Now, Jill, again, one more time, how do we get a hold of you? Oh, yes, soulconnecthypnotherapy.com. And she has a great website, takes online bookings, and would love to talk to you. Tell her you found her through the podcast. We'll roll right on into the next episode with Jill Thomas. Thanks for listening. I'm Thomas Miller. (laughs) Enjoy the journey. The opinions on this podcast are those of the host based on personal experience only and are not intended as medical or psychological advice. If you are experiencing symptoms that require professional treatment, please contact a licensed medical practitioner. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.